Hand and Eric go birding while they're on our cruise. Do they find any birds or did they just drink booze? We definitely did a combo. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for tuning in to Hannah and Eric Go Birding, a podcast by birders for birders. I'm Hannah and he's Eric. And we created this podcast to share adventures, sometimes misadventures, and opinions that we have on birding topics. We are definitely not experts. Not in anything. Anything that we discuss that might be controversial, we want you to remember that there are our own opinions and they might be different from yours. Everybody's entitled to their own opinions. So... We have some birding news, right? Like always? Yeah, but like I said, at like a couple episodes ago, I think I'm just going to like limit it to like really interesting things because I feel like I list things off and it's just... And you don't care about all the things you're listing? No, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because we have a lot of listeners from around the world and yeah. I hate just listing like US birds because I feel like such a jerk. That's, that's true. Well, and I feel like it's really... Uh, it really got driven home when we went over to... Sweden and with the red-footed <laughs> falcon and it's like I've everyone over there was talking about it and no I one here. I don't think a single ABA birder was talking about the um the eruptive red-footed falcon over yeah. in Sweden so, so at least in our neck of the woods there has been a good bird that's being seen um it's a yellow-browed warbler in uh the greater Victoria area in British Columbia I think it's actually a first um BC record and first ABA record and what, um, what is that Four, five hours from us? Can we, can we get there tomorrow? No. No? Okay. We have to work. Ugh. But it's a bird that's <laughs> native to Eurasia, um, like Siberia, Mongolia, China, and it winters in parts of Southeast Asia, like Thailand or, or India. Hmm. So it's um it's pretty far off from where it should be. It's apparently a four. A oh, so, so, four. so it has been seen before in, uh, in the um, ABA then? Is that what four comes out to, basically? I can't remember. It was so long ago. I do love I that know. I'm reading this article about it, though. And the one comment is, how many coconuts can it carry? <laughs> I don't remember any Monty Python skit about a, a yellow-browed warbler carrying yeah, coconuts. But this is like a public newspaper. You know, it's not like a birder blog or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, so, so that's the funny thing is that you bring up birds, like a little bird that doesn't look like anything, kind of looks like a vireo. Um, so well, it does look like vireo, something. I mean, vireo kinglet-ish. Uh, but the, that's That's what somebody from the public has to say is, yeah, money python. So right. that's funny. So that's um, one really cool bird that's been seen in our neck of the woods. There's And there's tons of stuff that are popping up all across the whole country and Things that are unrelated to us. Yeah, in the our more area. I think about it, I think like <laughs> birds are moving like twenty four seven. Yeah. All over the world. I mean, there's bound to be something cool showing up. But I did see a, re a really big post about some uh, good birds that are pop that are showing up. I'm gonna just keep just keep pop popping up. up. Yep. Pop. <laughs> They're popping up. Um, but popping up in Washington State in uh, like the northeast section or the northwest section. Yeah. And. Um, somebody was saying, you know, there's all these things being cited right now and I wouldn't be surprised if there's more, but nobody's going out there looking. And somebody was like, well, it's kind of a far away for me to drive. <laughs> they said, well, if you want to see, you know, rarities and weird stuff. That's like, true. You got to bite just, the bullet and go. Just go out and do it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that's the story of everywhere. Well, that's, that's where the whole, uh, uh what's it called? Patagonia. Pa picnic. The Patagonia pic the picnic table effect. That's, that's like... 
They're all showing. The birds are there. The birds are showing up, and rarities may be lower, less reported than are actually happening because you go to places like, like you go to the Rio Grande Valley for the festival. Yeah. And a whole bunch of like there's seven hundred pairs stuff of are eyes. showing up. Yeah, all all these birders are looking, so you're you see all these rarities, and I'm I'm sure that's the case with everywhere in the entire on the entire world. I just wonder what there's stuff per- like that happening. Like what percent? And this probably somebody's written a paper about this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. What percent of birds like rarities that are sighted? Like what percent of those are the ones that are occurring? So there might be, you know, a hundred birds occurring that are would be considered rare, yeah. but only 60 of them are seen. You know, I want to yeah. know what the proportion is there. Yeah, how many are actually found? Like, like um, with the yellow-browed warbler. Yeah. Is, is there really, like, 90 of them, and it's just that... <laughs> that's the one somebody saw. That's the one somebody saw, and there's been a whole bunch of ones that have been occurring all, all, all across the Aleutians and then down down to make it all the way to there well but nobody's out there because it's middle of nowhere for people or you know people are more inexperienced or less confident to yeah. be able to call it like we always say like it's not going to be a horse or a zebra it's going to be a horse yeah look for the look for the horse not the zebra yeah because i'm always like oh my goodness it's this really rare bird you know <laughs> like in our first episode when we yeah had like a zone tail in florida that's never existed before. yeah there, there was the short tail yeah but whatever <laughs> <laughs> so anyways Yep, rarities. Yeah, so they happen. Um, moving on, um, we had a couple of reviews, right? Yes, more gosh. more than one for this whole time frame. What? That's crazy. So we did have two. Uh, the first one, Eric, you want to go ahead and read that one? So uh, it was by Aaron, Eric Lionberger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's how I'm gonna say it. That's a good way to say it. I mean, Eric E R I K. There's no other way to pronounce it. Way to foreshadow that. No, no other way to to spell it either. That's okay, the best way. Okay, get on. Anyways, with it. moving on. Um, it was titled uh, "Want to Be a Birder." Um, just finished a photo, a video shoot, and exploration of South Korea. That's super exciting. Yeah, super cool. Um, I don't even know if I want to try to butcher that name. Um, Gyeonggi was the name of the town, I guess. Sure. Um, and was listening to the various bird songs and spotted a few here and there. Thought to myself. I think I will become a birder. Got on the bus and got back to my campus. Found your podcast. Listened to you all. I very much enjoyed it and look forward to exploring this new interest that has planted itself somehow in my psyche. Listening to you talk about your adventures and put a little water on that seed. I thank you very much. Cheers and happy birding. Oh, and it doesn't hurt that Eric spells his name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Eric Lionberger. That's, um, I appreciate it. I appreciate that you spell your name correctly, You're too. You're just validating his ego. Yeah, it's, it's really the only way to spell Eric. <laughs> so. I mean, there's a couple other ways to spell Eric. Well, but... you know, not, not to, like, uh, like, shun any of our listeners that might spell their name wrong, but, uh. Wow. But E-R-I-K really is the supreme way. I'll just let you guys know that <laughs> Hannah is H-A-N-N-A-H. It's a palindrome. But I'm not going to be as pretentious about it as Eric is. <laughs> Both their names are constantly spelled wrong, however. Yeah, it happens. That was the nice thing in Sweden is that... Yeah. Um, Both like, of them were right all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly. Okay, so then we had our second review, and it was by Z Marcus. I guess he's, like, really tired. Z, Z, Z Marcus. Um, He said, or they said, 
Always inspirational, fun and funny takes on birds, birders, and birding. Every time I listen, I feel motivated to get outside and go birding. Thanks. And, oh my gosh, thank you, ZZZ Marcus. That's like kind of one of our goals is to motivate people to get outside and go birding. Yeah, that's it, part part of the hashtag that we always use, go birding. Yeah. Get out there, go birding. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. I'm so glad that... Um, you enjoy it and you know, took the time to actually write a review. Yeah. That's really cool. Like I'm sure we've said a hundred times is we're doing this for fun. Um, and you know, it's, it's validating to know that people actually enjoy our, our stuff that we're saying. They don't just put up with it. They enjoy it enough to write a review. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like mad listening to it. They're hate listening. Hate listening. Yeah. If you're hate listening, I mean, shout it out. Like, let us know. Yeah, give, it, give us a big, long rant. We'll read it. I mean, give us five <laughs> stars, but yeah, go ahead and say whatever. <laughs> so, um, that's kind of the the news. Yeah, that's the news and what's happening in, in our neck of the woods. So, our uh, episode today is to tell you all about the next part of our Scandinavian... <laughs> I, I was pretty proud of myself for that. Scandinavian adventure in which... Um, so. We had the whole mix-up with the car, which if you haven't listened to our Sweden episode, you might consider doing that first, so you get some of the context, so we don't have to keep reiterating yeah, it. We might, we might reference back to it a couple times. Yeah. So, we had this whole mix-up with the car rental that we couldn't go where we wanted to go with it, because we were in Western Europe, and we wanted to go to Eastern Europe, and so my mom, being the cruiser that she is, she loves <laughs> to go on a cruise, and she is taken us on several cruises so we've gotten to enjoy them as well they're a good way to travel um for us at least because it's late it's pretty laid back uh you can go to a lot of places in a short amount of time and see a lot of different things you don't have to worry about getting a hotel well and for the cost of the cruise you get a hotel room for the number of nights for the cruise and you get food oh my gosh eric does the math every time he's like we're saving hundreds of dollars on so doing this you, you cruise. So you spend X number of dollars when you would have spent that on likely just hotel rooms. Potentially. Potentially. In in some places. And then you're also getting food. So, I mean, it's you don't get as much time in ports as you would if you were traveling by car somewhere. But you get to go to a lot of places and all... And, it's kind of economical to get a little taste of places. Yeah. Um, and I see it as, yeah, like a good way to get a taste of a place and then decide if you want to go back to it and spend a little bit longer. Um, that's one reason I like cruising. Yeah. Uh, so we hadn't booked this until we got to the car rental place in Copenhagen and found out that our plans were all shot. And so we rented a car for a week, drove around Sweden. And as we were driving around, we were looking at, like I said, my mom suggested we go on a cruise. So there was a cruise leaving out of Copenhagen and we booked it like three or four days before the cruise left, Yeah. which I don't actually know if we got a really good deal on it. I think we got a good deal. Yeah. I think it said like, it was like $1,800 each and we did not pay that at all. No. (laughs) So it might've worked out for us to do the last minute cruise thing. Um... We did end up getting an ocean view room, which we'd never been in that kind of room before. And this was with Norwegian Cruise Line. Uh, we've cruised with them many times. We generally like it because it's freestyle, which means that you don't have to like go to a seated dinner. Um, you don't have to wear like fancy clothes or anything like that. Uh, 
and it's, it's a relaxed style, but it's not as relaxed as like Carnival. Well, we've never been on Carnival, so but we don't actually know. We don't we actually know, but speculate. the story. Well, the stories that I've heard, Carnival gets a little bit rowdy. Yeah. And it's really a party ship. And then NCL is about halfway between Princess and Carnival. Sure. So. And we did a Norwegian <laughs> cruise line for our Cuba a trip and episode yeah. so we're doing a cruise a year here now. i guess so <laughs> um so we got a really good deal and somehow i i managed to only like so they do drink packages and we're adults that enjoy adult beverages um and we've spent way too much money on adult beverages on previous cruises on and our so, honeymoon yeah on our honeymoon <laughs> we spent like way too much um but we deserved it we got married yeah <laughs> So we somehow got this package that was $99 each for unlimited drinks the whole time. And that was one payment of $99, whereas I saw other places where it said it was $99 a day. So and, we, and a couple of people we talked to said that they paid $99 a day. Yeah. So somehow we managed to get a killer deal on that, too. Yeah. So anyways, we um, just set in the scene. We were in Malmo that morning. Went to Falsterbo in Sweden, mm -hmm. dropped my phone. We still haven't got that fixed. Shattered my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's been weeks. We uh, the way we got it fixed, we went to we went to a mall over in uh, in just Copenhagen. In, in Copenhagen, real close to the port, and we went to one of those little kiosks, and the guy said it would take two hours. An hour. An hour. Yeah, but it, we didn't it, have an hour. We didn't have an hour. We were, we were lo loading in like a half hour, so he's we were like, well, what what can you do in less time? And he. Said he has, like, the, you know, a little film, a sticky film that you put over it to, like... Prevent it from Prevent it from breaking. breaking. We, we, we got some of that just to hold all the glass pieces in place. Yeah, because they were, like, falling out. Yeah. And I was afraid I was going to cut myself, and I needed my phone for eBird. For eBird and for mapping and yes. lots of other things for the third portion of our trip yeah. after we got off the cruise. On the cruise, it wasn't going to be a big deal. But once we got off the cruise for mapping and stuff, it was going to be like, oh, my gosh, we have to have, the, we have, to have it because we're tech dependent <laughs> we're millennials <laughs> so we got that that cover on it and we got on the boat and got a drink and yep. said bon voyage to and denmark start, start drinking and start cruising yeah so it's a nine day cruise um i think we went to seven ports six ports well we'll go through it yeah we'll go we'll go through all of them so, uh, the first one on day two, we got up and we were in Germany, which was super exciting because I've always wanted to go to Germany. We speak just a very little bit of German, which was kind of embarrassing because normally when I meet German folks and I like try to speak in German, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, your German's so good. How much did you take? I'm like half a year. And then we went to Germany and they couldn't understand what I was nope. saying. Couldn't understand anything we were saying. Yeah. So that totally shattered my confidence. You know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll get better at different languages. Yeah. But the so the first port was in Germany. It's uh, Varnemunde, um, the city of Varnemunde. It's the port for Berlin. Yeah. Which Berlin is actually it, it calls it the Berlin stop, but Berlin is a three and a half hour train ride from the port. So we were not going to waste seven we were, hours on a train. We weren't going to sit. Yeah, three hour, three and a half hours there, three and a half hours back, when we could spend time. Around Varnemunde. Yeah. It's a port city, so there's going to be, like, some seabirds and shorebirds yeah. and um, forest birds, potentially, and there, too. And we ended up finding parks. So, like, on, on the map. So there was a few parks pretty close by. There was a park block area that's uh, 
Like as soon as you leave the little uh, the little port town, the little port village that's right there, you there's a bunch of park blocks that end up going for miles of this big wide, uh, like two block wide park that just goes down, which was perfect. Yeah, it, it was had fantastic. exactly what we needed. Yep, we um, saw a lot of things in there. Of course, we had a couple of species of tit. We had great tits and Eurasian blue tits, gold crest, uh, nut hatches. I got so, some really good pictures. Oh, quote unquote, really good pictures of uh, Eurasian wren, and then some uh, audio recordings of the wren too. Um, like right when we first got to the park, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, the park didn't look like much. Like it just kind of looked like a playground city park yeah but it ended up being a really good birding spot and like eric said it kind of led into some other birding locations uh because they were all connected it was yeah sort of like a green space between the housing area and like the more touristy area yeah and so we uh we, we found a couple of those parks like th as we we're walking through and then we made our way out to the beach or the strand the, the seawall the seawall area and man, that ended up being really good. Oh like, my gosh, it we was didn't, fantastic. We didn't really go out to the beach too much because nah. it said like private access in our broken German. Um, so we didn't. And I didn't download the German package mistakenly. Of uh, uh, on, your translation um, on app. My tra I, I have Google Translate on my phone and you can download, um, download languages when you have Wi-Fi. And you can, for the most part, it's not perfect. It's Google Translate, so it's not 100%. But... You can get a lot of signs because a lot of signs are written in uh, proper formal um, language of, of, their, of their language of German or Scottish or whatever, whatever crazy Irish, whatever crazy language. Australian. <laughs> Australian, yeah, Canadian, yeah. But um, it's they're, they're usually <laughs> written in prop. They're usually written proper, so the translate generally works pretty well it's to so figure hard things to out. Take you places. <laughs> what? Because I'm embarrassing. Is that what you're yes, trying to say? Yes. So oh, embarrassing. But, um, so I, I didn't download the German, so we didn't, we, we basically, with, with our broken German, we were trying to figure it out. But it looked like it wasn't open. So, but the, the strand, like, walk, like, the concrete path was really wide. Yeah. And it had, um, a lot of, like, native vegetation along the side of it. So we were able to pick out some, uh, new things. So we had, uh, greenfinch already mm -hmm. from, uh, other places in Europe. Uh, up but, in Sweden, but but we had some really close good looks at those, and some close good looks at goldfinches. Yes, and you actually got a recording. Yeah, I got um, some recordings of the goldfinches as they were feeding. Yeah, and the black red stars. The black red stars. That those was the new super ones. Cool. Yeah, those yeah. the new ones. There were there was like a sewer lid that was out in the middle of the dunes, and. It's just like it was just like this brown, brown black bird just like hopped up and it's like what the heck is that? But it was like ants, like oh my I gosh, mean, like, yeah. You know how you can look at like a sidewalk and you don't even see the ants, and then once you see one of them, you see all of them. It was like that. Like we didn't even see the red start. Like Eric saw movement, and then we kind of looked and we couldn't find anything. It took us like five minutes of looking to actually see one of them, or more like pipits or something like I, that. I initially, so I initially saw that first one. I got I got a fairly good look at it. Like, with a naked eye. And then I brought my camera up to take a picture. And then it went behind the bush. And then, then that's when the five-minute hunt began. And we couldn't find it. We kept seeing movement here, movement there. There's movement, like, 30 feet away, 50 feet the other direction. And it turns out that they were all the red stars. There was a whole bunch of red stars just hanging out in that 
like I don't even know what kind of plant that was. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It wasn't thistle because it was like some sort of thistle that the goldfinches were on. Yeah. But it was it was some other like kind of almost brambly looking plant. It was dried out. Yeah. Um. So after that, we walked back into like where the port, not not the port area, like where the kind of tourist district was. We got a German bird book, so I was mm-hmm. excited about that. Yeah, I found a um, little bookstore. There was a really nice uh, Lutheran church, like right in the middle of town, that kind of takes over town, and then um, a walk along a canal that had a bunch of restaurants and like stores and stuff. So we kind of just wandered through there, out to the end of the jetty where we saw some mute swans, mallards, mer- common merganser, mm-hmm. black-headed gull, um, herring gull, and great cormorant. So yeah, that's pretty much it out there. All in all, I think we ha- ended up with somewhere around like thirty species in Germany for that day. Yeah, for I don't know how many hours, like probably four hours of birding. I maybe like combi- combined. Yeah, yeah. To- to- total throughout throughout the day from the different stops that we made while we were wandering. But that was a really good port because we could walk into town mm-hmm. from there. It wasn't really far at all. There were restaurants to go to that were reasonable and like German food. We got just some German beer, so that yeah, was some German, some German beer, some German food, and and the, birds and birds. Yeah. So it was pretty much everything you want from a cruise stop. And it was charming, and because everybody else from the cruise ship had gone to Berlin on excursions, it was like semi-empty. Yeah, for for, for what a cruise port usually is like when the cruise ship's there, it was pretty empty, yeah. which is nice. So I would definitely recommend if you're on this um, this trip, you know, maybe just uh, don't waste your time going to Berlin and yeah. hang out at the port and check out the port. It, unless you're on an excursion, you know, there's something particular to go see. I think just hanging out at the port is probably the best, the best thing. Hanging out at the port town because it was... There was the parks, there was the beach, there was some... Shopping. There was some, there was some shopping right there. Yeah. It was... Had a bunch of it. A little bit of everything. It was quaint. Yeah, it was nice. So the next day was at sea. We spent that drinking and playing <laughs> trivia. You know, these horrible things. Um, yeah. And we did see a couple birds. A couple birds. The... Um, we we never set up the scope on any of our at-sea days. Um, it was just going to be too much work. It was... We, we, I brought my binoculars a couple times, um, up, up on deck, uh, and the first day, or this day at sea, day three for the cruise, um, rock pigeon, black-headed gull, and white wagtails were, uh, swooping around the ship, so that was, got, got a couple birds, and there, there was also some bird, it was probably another wagtail, but it was passerine SP. Yeah. It, it, it flew pretty high past the ship. Um, most of this cruise, um, the... It's, I guess, it's not in an area that, that they do a lot of pelagic birding. Yeah. So not, I don't think pelagic birding is a big thing on the, like in the Baltics. I think there were there's some parts of like the uh, western edge of like Estonia and Latvia mm-hmm. where people do pelagics, but we didn't really go. Of, a, in of that actually area. going going out of boats and stuff. I think so. Oh okay. Yeah, because don't cause, quote me on it. Because normally in the states, um, people hop on to uh, relocation cruises, mm-hmm. going from uh, Vancouver down to LA or vice versa, and they'll take a big wide swooping path out out in the ocean, and they'll bring their birders will bring their scopes and go pelagic birding. Yeah. On a cruise ship, but we didn't really fully partake in in that on this cruise, but. Uh, and I didn't really, even with my binoculars, I never, I never spotted anything out there. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, Moving on. <laughs> anyways, so that was day three. Uh, day four, we went to Tal- Tallinn, 
Estonia, which mm-hmm. was somewhere we really wanted to go, and that was one of the main reasons why we chose this cruise, was because it went to Estonia, and like after our dreams were shattered about the whole road trip, um, I just I know I really wanted to go to Estonia. Yeah. Because like, I, I it's one of those places I never thought I would go, and then like the second I thought I might go there, it's like I really need to go there. <laughs> we need to go there. <laughs> so, right off the bat, like we. You know, we had some internet on the the ship because we had a package where we had like 250 minutes of internet. So we tried to um, eBird before we went to see what was seen there. But of course, eBird isn't heavily used in parts of Europe. So we didn't didn't get a whole lot of info out of that. Not not a lot of info from eBird. Not in in general from this trip, not a lot of info from eBird. We provided some more uh, data points for them. Good, <laughs> but um, for for research purposes, not uh, not not the best. We had to use um, some local resources, and yeah, especially for Estonia when we originally thought we for were going to have this plan. great trip. Um, not that we didn't have a great trip. Oh, it was we awesome. Had, <laughs> we had contacted somebody that I saw on Twitter. It was uh, Birding Hopsalu, which is a, a city, I think. Yes. Yeah, on the west side of Estonia, and. Um, the gentleman who runs that Twitter account, he is like one of the birding experts of Estonia, and he was like really gung ho and game to help. Was he? And, wasn't he like the the president of the Ornithological Society? I don't know if he was the president. Oh, okay. Anyways. But anyways, he um, he was a great resource, and he was you know we were hoping to hire him to take us out, go birding, but nothing worked out right. So. Yeah. Timing, we're limited time because we're on a cruise. Yeah, I think we only had like seven hours in Estonia, and Hopsali was like an hour and a half away, so it was going to be three hours driving. And you know, we're doing a lot of back on the ship, right? (laughs) Because we don't want to be stranded. (laughs) Yeah, well, it wouldn't be so bad being stranded, except for all of our stuff would be on the ship. Yeah, all our stuff. We have binoculars and camera. Who cares about anything else? So, anyways, (laughs) there were like one or two um, hot spots in Tallinn that you know said they might be good. Um, one of them was like the old walled city because mm-hmm. it's this historic old walled city from like, what was it? 1300s or I, something like it really, I'm old really city. bad at numbers. It was a very old city. Yeah. Um, and so there's a walled section around the city part because it's like up on a hill, there's a wall and one of the burning hotspots was to walk around the wall and mm-hmm. see what we found. Fine. What we founded. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, we found a really weird bathroom. I posted a sign on Facebook about it or on Twitter uh, because it had a really weird sign. Yeah. About, like, what to do with toilet paper. <laughs> um, but we really didn't even see that much. We saw, like, rock pigeons, black-headed gulls, uh, great was... cormorant, hooded crow, starling. That like, it was like uh, kind of almost drizzly too while we were there. Yeah. So I think, think birds, were, bir- birds that were there were hunk- hunkered down. So... But we met this uh, couple. We had a drinking couple that we went around with on the ship. If you've ever been on a ship, you end up seeing the same, like, ten people. There's 4,000 people on the ship. Yeah. But, but we end up being with the same ten people. You end up seeing the same ten people all day, every day. You and, keep seeing them every day. Yeah, and we met this couple, <laughs> Peter and Deb, and they were, like, super cool English couple. Um, they had suggested maybe that they were going to do a free walking tour Mm -hmm. when they're in Tallinn and they looked it up and like found that you go to the city center and like they'll offer them at different times. 
So we did a little bit of birding and then we were like, yeah, this isn't really working. Let's go see about one of these tours. Yeah, let's get some cultural experience into this. <laughs> yeah. So we wandered up into the city, mm -hmm. the walled city part, which is super walkable from the port. So another place that you don't really have to pay to go anywhere. And we went to one church because it had its doors open. We were like, okay, we'll yeah. go in here. Doors are open. Let's walk in. Yeah. And man, the church was really pretty, but getting out of there and trying to find that uh, community center where we were supposed to meet the guides. Like, we <laughs> had, had no idea. We had no idea. And we like asked a dude and he gave us this map that was completely useless. There was like <laughs> was, a Mickey Mouse map. And it was completely, it was out of, out of, out of scale. Things were on it that weren't in real life. And there was, it was things Estonian. that were in real life were not on it. And it's like, what, what is this that we're looking at? It's just a bunch of like buildings that are drawn and like, it was weird. I have no idea how and, we found it. And I don't know. We ended up finding it, but I don't know how we, we found it. Yeah. He, he was like, oh yeah, you just take this and you just go to there. And he's like pointing at two different points on this page that like after, after I'm looking at it, the two points that he was pointing at, neither one of them are the places that we were starting at or going to. <laughs> it, it was a very confusing, I don't know if he knew where we were, even though he was working at the church. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, we were like, okay, we'll try to find the community center, but if we don't find it, we don't find it. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. And we were at the top of the hill, and we just kind of, like, were wandering down through the, the, like, streets. And, like, the top of the hill, it's, like, like, there's roads up there, but they're, like, cobblestone and, like, just a super ancient city. So... Like, I can't imagine cars really... I mean, we saw a there, couple there, cars. There, there were cars driving around, but it's mostly a pedestrian. Yeah, it's like a lot of alleyways. And one of the alleyways that was really cool, because I was like, I have to get a souvenir. I'm in Estonia. And so we went into all these shops. They didn't really have anything that I wanted, you know, that was really, like, meaningful and, like, spoke to me. Yeah. Um. So we were, like, just wandering around through these alleyways. And we went down one that had, like, this giant door on it. Yeah. And it, there was some historic thing about this door. <laughs> and people were, like, taking pictures in front of this door. And it was like, all right. I, I think I took a picture of the sign. I think you took sign. a picture. Yeah, just to, just to take a picture. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, everybody else doing it. Everyone else was, might as well get a picture with this thing. <laughs> so we somehow wound ourselves down to the cultural center that we were supposed to meet at. Yeah, we made it right there somehow. But we were late for the tour because it started it. at 11. It was like 11.15. So we missed it. Yeah, we missed it. But they had free Wi-Fi at the center. So we were sitting there looking up what can we do. I think we were look I was looking up Ebert hotspots. And then a guy came in. With all sorts of fanfare. Oh my gosh, he was, yeah, I mean, he looked like a jester. Yeah, he, he came in, big, big long curled shoes, just, he, he just came in hot, just like, walking around telling, talking about Tales of Raval, Tales of Raval, and he, he, some guy asked him if the, his shoes are comfortable, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, they're comfortable, and he slipped one off, and he slid it over to the guy and said, try it on, so then the guy just like, hopped up and tried the guy's shoes on. But it's like, all right. <laughs> so we figured out that he was leading a tour that was Tales of Raval, yeah. which was the old name of the of Tallinn. Yeah, it's the historic name of Tallinn before it was called Tallinn. <laughs> um, and he was very enthusiastic and personable. And I was like, okay, Eric, do you really want to take a historical tour that's like a play? And he was like looking at me like, please don't make me do this. I was I was fine. Dude. I, I thought it was going to be odd. Different. Either that or we were going to have to wait 45 minutes for the next I, one. And I, I did not. I was thinking if we we're going to wait for 45 minutes, 
let's just go do something else. I'm yeah. not going to sit around and wait for 45 minutes and do nothing. So we took a chance and went on this tour, which is not normally in our wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. But it was fantastic. Oh my gosh. It was so great. And it was free. Yeah. And so the, the guy that did the tour, his name was Jim, and his character that he played was Sir Sebastian, and he was just super enthusiastic and engaging, and he told all these stories of Raval and just really got us engaged with him. Um, he was originally from Liverpool, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, an Englishman. <laughs> Yeah. And he actually worked with the World Cleanup Day. He, like, is the coordinator for, like, the U.S. or something, or in India for World Cleanup Day. And he just, like, moved to Estonia and to Lynn, and he yeah. does this Because Est- Estonia side. is where the World Cleanup Day started. And so that's where that whole organization got its whole start from. So he's now at their headquarters, I guess, is his main job. And then he does this on the side, which... It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I definitely recommend it. Definitely do it again. Like I just didn't even realize how um how cool free walking tours could be. I I feel like we've done free walking tours or inexpensive walking tours from like cities and stuff before and they're always good. But or at but least, we like at never least, think like, of doing it. But we it. never think of it. Yeah, exactly. We it's this is like when uh, uh Peter and Deb reminded us it's like Oh yeah, That's free a walking thing. <laughs> tours. I completely forgot about it. Let's look, try to figure it out. So, so then we went on it, and oh my gosh, it was totally worth it. He he kept us engaged the entire time. We walked all the way around the city, and like didn't even know. Like he had a story for like every single point, and yeah. I mean, just super engaging. I learned a lot. One of our neighbors asked us what we learned about Tallinn afterwards after we got home and i was like i can't remember but eric just like rattled off oh my gosh, like all these stories it's because that that's that's something about history there's like you learn facts and stuff and those tapes take a lot of time to figure out and remember and try to memorize numbers and this and that and this king and that king but when when they tell you a story like what he was doing it it's it sticks into your head you can remember things because it's like oh he he got you engaged and you remember the story and the story has a lesson behind it, or the story has something about something in it. Yeah. And you, and so you can remember the story, and remembering the story remembers the facts. So it's it was it was really good. So we're gonna include the, this on the show notes, and the off chance that somebody is going to go to Tallinn, because like you have to go on this tour. Yeah, it's, seriously, it was fantastic. Um, tipped him a couple bucks. I you know we should, probably should have paid him more. I mean, he was awesome. Probably should have given him. Oh, everything we had in our wallet. Here, give me all, <laughs> take all my money. Take all my money. Um, but we had to buy beer, so. Yeah, we yeah. still had beer to buy. Yeah, so we had an Estonian, we did the tour, had an Estonian beer, um, walked back to the, the ship. Yeah, and, and it was time to, time to head on out. But, like, Tallinn was fantastic. Like, I want to go back and spend more time. They had all these mm-hmm. cool looking, like, hotels and hostels, and just the town is so walkable, and there's, like, it's not huge, um, but it's really nice, really quaint, and definitely want to spend more time in Estonia. The only problem I have with really walkable towns is when you drive to it, trying to find someplace to put your car. Yeah. <laughs> and and then leave your car that's safe so you can wander around. I, I, I honestly have no idea anything about Tallinn and about the safety of cars and all that stuff, but I'm just saying, like, when you dr- drive into a walkable area, it starts getting really frustrating because it's all, it's, it gets designed for pedestrians, basically. And, and people are everywhere, and 
I'm like, I'm panicking as I'm driving along. Like, I need to get this. I need to park this monstrosity somewhere. And the whole time I'm like, <laughs> Eric, just park the car. I want to go in there. <laughs> but so we're fun. Yeah. So so Tulane was good for cultural stuff. Mm-hmm. But it the day we were there, it wasn't fantastic for birds. But going know, on a walking tour. We went on a walking tour. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so the next day we went somewhere that I also never thought I would go. Um, St. Petersburg, Russia. Yeah. And this was like a selling point for the cruise. Like mm-hmm. this is why people went on this cruise was to go to St. Petersburg. Like when my mom knew we were going to go to St. Petersburg, she was so jealous, which <laughs> I was like, okay, we're just going to Russia. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll get another communist stamp in our passport. Yep. Um, but you know, we're going to get trouble for saying that. It's a stamp from a communist country. It's fine. They know they're communist. It's fine. Is that like out? Like Uh, everybody knows? I don't know. I I think I think they uh, they refer to themselves as democratic because they elect Putin, but it's a quote unquote election. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I'm I'm just I'm just saying what what the what the mainstream media tells me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You got it. I'm just putting room in there for doubt. Okay. Anyways, um. So, in order to go to Russia, you have to have a visa. You have to have a visa that, for U.S. citizens, you have to have a sponsor that lives in Russia to sign off on that visa and say, hey, they're going to take care of you and everything's going to be good. And then it's like 30 days to get the visa, but then they have to interview the sponsor. So, that's another, that's like another 30 days for that. So, you're looking at at least 60 days from the time you apply for the visa to the time you get it. And we booked this cruise three days before it took off. Yeah. So, essentially, we booked the cruise eight days before we got to Russia. We didn't know we were going to Russia until eight days before. So, we did not have time to get a visa. Yeah. We did, however, have time to purchase an excursion. And that was the, that was the, that was the secondary way. You could go. That's the workaround. Yeah. That's the workaround because they you go on an excursion through the cruise and you're monitored the entire time by people that are vetted by both the cruise and by the Russian government. So they're they're people the the drivers, the tour guides, all that have been vetted and they're going to keep an eye on you and keep you exactly on in the line. bus and where you need to be or wh- whatever you're doing, keep you right in line and make sure you get right back on the cruise so that you don't do anything fishy. So we decided to take this uh, excursion that went to the Church of the Spilled Blood, which is like the famous Russian church that you see in all the pictures that have like the... um, The big bulbous um, steeples. Steeples, yeah. Yeah. So it was that and then going on a like a river cruise. So um, the waterways, that that was interesting. We went through... So many palaces. Yeah. We like, it was just palaces lined the whole waterway. Like the river is giant. Yeah, it's pretty the, wide. Wait, is it a river? Yeah, it's a river. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was like an inlet. No, no, no. It's it's the it's the river that feed, that feeds into there. I think. Okay, good. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of the river is now though. Yeah, so we went on that. It's ginormous, and um, our tour guide she just rattled off all this information about all the palaces, and we were looking at goals. So trying like, trying to look at goals. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't really listening to anything she said. She she had a lot to say. Um, so what was it? It was four hours. Yeah. I think she talked for five hours of the four hours that we were on the, on the excursion. And I listened to 10 minutes of it. <laughs> there were, so she, she, I think that I'm sure that's part of the thing that she just has to tell us everything. Tell us, tell, tell, talk, 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 talk the whole time, which is fine. There, that's what like, we do. That's, that's what, what we're doing to you. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. yeah. So it's, 
just talking. We don't and, leave any room for you to say anything. Yeah, you guys can't say anything. We'll do the talking. Tell us what you think right now. No, no, no. It's okay. We'll keep talking. <laughs> but, don't cut him off, Eric. Gosh, that's so rude. But, so, tons of information. Like, we'd, we would be driving past things. Like, she'd be, this building's this, this building's that. Just on and on and on. It was like, all right. Well. And, like, half of it is, like, super ornate. Like, really fancy buildings. Yeah. And the other half are very, like, functional Utilitarian. Yeah. yeah, they're, like, just block building. Like, you have corner of block. Yeah, like con- a concrete cube. Yeah, not attractive at all. But then, but then there was the palaces. Yeah. Which were, like, Gold diametric covered. opposites. Like, they were just, like, hardcore palace. So. Yeah. So, we, yeah. We just took this boat ride around through. We saw um, black-headed gulls and herring gulls and crows. Hooded crows. That was, like, it. Mostly. That was pretty much it while we were driving and then on the, on the water cruise. Um, we... We did the cruise first, then we saw the saw the church, wandered through the church, had a, probably a thousand warnings about pickpockets. Yeah, man, that scared me. Which... Like, I've been in places with pickpockets before, but none that have so many warnings. And there were signs everywhere about pickpockets, too. <laughs> it's like, you it's don't like, think they know they're illegal? Yeah, seriously. But it's... I mean, I imagine the pickpockets are probably just as bad as they are any other large... Like, but they just keep telling you about it. But they keep telling you about it. Yeah, exactly. Other places, you just you're just supposed to know. Yeah. But like, I figured it's it's a city. There was a bunch of people in really close proximity at a tourist place, so I imagine it's probably about the same prevalence of pickpockets as any other thing like that. But sure, we didn't we didn't get our pockets picked, so we're all right. (laughs) (laughs) That you know of. But yeah, Um, that I I figured out yet. But like outside the church, like it's it's pretty industrial area. Like there's river or there's like canals that go through it. But I mean, there weren't like a whole lot of trees or anything. Um, But we had rock pigeons, hooded crows, Eurasian blue tit, starling, house sparrow. So kind of the things that you'd expect. Yeah, most mostly it's like the urban urban type of European birds. But the church was fantastic. Um, the main steeple, oh my gosh, was like, <laughs> was covered in scaffolding. Yeah. <laughs> so story of our life. They were doing like, some restoration there, to it. And they're doing work on it. I, I think the tour guide, I can't remember the exact time frames, but she said that the original construction took 10 years and they've been, they've been refurbishing it for like 25 years now. Yeah. It, or was, something, something. it was, it was something like that. It's like, it originally took them like no time at all. Just put this thing up. Mm-hmm. And then they then something happened, and then now they just they're in the middle of restoration, and they're like twenty five years into this restoration or something like that. But I encourage you, like if you don't if you've seen this church before, like look it up, Church of on the Spilled Blood. Um, I didn't know anything about it. I've seen like hundreds of pictures of it. Like mm-hmm. that's what you see. Like Russian architecture. When when you the 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 original Tetris game for Nintendo when you when you finish it when you die or when you. Uh, I didn't think there was a finish to Tetris. Well, when when you when you lose, well, in the original Tetris, there's like a, a time trial for number of points or something like okay. that. So to get on a high score, but when you, when that finishes, whenever you get to the end, the credits can roll, and when the credits are rolling, the Church on Spilled Blood is in the background. Okay. Well, anyways, um, it's really interesting <laughs> to to look at and to learn about too. Like I had no idea that's what it was called. Um, my mom kept texting me like, "Are you gonna go to the Church on Spilled Blood?" And I was like, "I don't know what that means, mom." um but like looking into it like you know it was like man i'm like the worst history person somebody was killed on this property Mm -hmm. and they decided to build a church around it in like 
honor of that individual. And so the place where they're killed, where that individual was killed, it was kind of like on a gravel area. Like it is blocked off and like, they there's, built the church around it. Yeah, like, there's a foundation to the church, but that whole section of earth is, like, uncovered. So that's yeah, really kind they, of interesting. They just left that completely alone. So it's, like, the cobbles, the original cobblestones from back. I, I wish I was paying closer attention. It wasn't that old. It's, like, 1800s. Yeah. Like, late 1800s. But I, I can't remember the, the guy's name. We know yeah. birds, man. Yeah. We've seen so many birds. Like, if we don't know <laughs> history, like, there's only so much space in my head. I don't know a lot of Russia. It was, it was a czar. Well, of course it was Zar. Man, I can't remember his name now. We're going to find a link and include it so you yes. can read all about it. That's a good idea. So, all in all, we did those two things. They took us to a um, souvenir shop that was ginormous. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody was getting caviar and vodka. And I got some Russian stacking dolls because I was like, have to have this from Russia. I got, I got a Russian lager. Yes, we drink a beer. I got some Russian currency because I collect that. So... Yeah, I was... Well, don't let them find out. I don't collect that. I spend it there. <laughs> um, all in all, it, it was interesting um, to go to Russia. Like, we've been to Russia now. Yeah. Like, the tour could have been better. Like, I feel like such a jerk because I've been a tour guide and, like, I'm probably a bad tour guide. No, I'm fantastic. <laughs> you should hire us for your birding festivals. I um, know, like, I mean, I get giving the same tour every single day is, like, super boring but she was just like rattling it off. Like there was, I don't think she breathed the whole time. And then she kind of made some KGB jokes that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> there, it was a, there was a handful of probably 10 or 15 KGB jokes that were like said in such a way, the, the first one especially was said in such a way that it was like, what, did she just make a joke? Is this a joke or is this serious? So, so she handed us like the little, um, like, Two inch, like two inch disc. by three inch uh, plastic, thing, plastic case. Thing, case that looked kind of like an iPod. Yeah. Like without a screen. But. And it, it was like wrapped. It was like kind of like wrapped in like just like a, a piece of art. Like, yeah. Like a painting like, wrapped around it. Exactly. Like a painting was on on the cover of it and it just had like a red, red blinking light. And some of them were blinking. Some of them were not. And like everybody on the bus was like, should mine be blinking? And she kept saying, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. This is a GPS tracker from the KGB. The KGB has tested these, and they say they are very good at keeping track of where you are. Keep this on you at all times. Do not let it go, or the KGB will come and get you. And then, like, three (laughs) minutes later, she passed out headphones, and they were the little device that she speaks in, and then you can hear what she's saying. It was a receiver for for a microphone. Yeah. So, like, I felt really dumb, but, like, at first it was like, is this... Is she is this like true? Every, everyone on the bus is just like, is she? Is this a joke? What or, or, what do I do? Mine's not blinking. Like my one's blinking, one's not blinking. What what is happening? Uh, and she looked like she belonged in that um, that ninety nine Luft balloons. Really? Yeah, like in that music video. I don't think I've ever seen the music video. Are you kidding me? No. Oh my gosh, it's so good. We're gonna anyways, to, we're gonna have to pause this and go watch that. She looked like she belonged <laughs> in that music video. Huh? Isn't that by Nina? Nina, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I know the song. I know I just, some things. I just never, I've never seen the video. I didn't realize there was a video. I guess okay. there would be a video because there's, yeah. Anyways. So that was our day at Russia. <laughs> there was an overnight stay in Russia because a lot of people like wanted to go to the, the ballet, which I almost looked up ballet tickets before I realized that we had to have a visa. Yeah. So I almost bought ballet tickets. Oh, geez, I didn't realize that. <laughs> but there's excursions to go to the ballet, which I think is really cool. 
And then um, on the ship, they actually had Russian uh, folklore like dancers mm-hmm. yeah. come on the ship and do a presentation. So that was neat. Um, the second day, though, we didn't do anything except for drink. Then stay on the ship. Yeah, because we didn't want to do an excursion. It was really expensive. Very expensive. Yeah. It, they they kind they kind of they kind of got you because. Uh, what else are you gonna do? What else are you gonna do? You 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 either take their excursion or you stay on the boat. Yeah. Because most, I'm I'm sure most people did not actually get a visa. They just got an, did did the excursion through the boat because it's just easier. So the next day, um, we woke up and we were in Helsinki, Finland. Yeah, so this is day seven of the cruise now. Yeah, and we um, got hop-on, hop-off tickets because it wasn't very expensive. And we were thinking, like, that was a good way to get around. I think it was... $20 $20 each? I think it was $25 $25 each. each? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the gal at the cruise desk talked me into it when I was trying to, like, get a map of what Helsinki looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it, it kind of worked out. Um, it, 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 it worked out good. Because it got us around. Yeah. So, we, like, our go-to when we travel to foreign places and we, like, really don't know where to bird because, like, you know, eBird isn't super useful because nobody's really using it. Our go-to is like botanical gardens because they're usually it's it has usually a pretty wide variety of plants, mm-hmm. and some a lot of times botanical gardens will have a section that's all natives. Yeah, and so you can it has a bunch of stuff that'll have like weird fruits and stuff that uh, the more um, like generalist birds will go after, and then it'll have native plants that a lot of the native birds will go after. So it's, they, they usually work out pretty well for just birds and all animal life in general. Well, and generally things. like in a big city, it's going to be like the biggest green space. Yeah, that's true. Like there'll be parks, but the parks aren't necessarily going to be like good habitat locations. So the hop on hop off had a stop near the botanical garden. So we got off and went there, mm-hmm. used some very interesting bathrooms that were like all automated, like street, side toilets yeah that like had a thousand buttons in them oh my to, gosh. like flush this and like wash that it was all pictures of what the buttons did and it was I, like didn't, Ikea again. I didn't i didn't really understand the what the pictures were trying to tell me i was afraid <laughs> i was going to push a button and the door was going to lock and then it was going to wash the inside of the bathroom with me inside <laughs> i it. wish that would have happened that would have been funny <laughs> i was afraid one of those buttons was going to do that <laughs> so and i was just like impressing you. i don't know what there to was do. Like, there's a door lock and a door unlock button. Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't lock the door. I left the door unlocked. I just walked in. And the second time I locked it. it. I, I was afraid to I was afraid to push buttons. So well, I just did it was, what I needed to do. It was kind of scary because the first one we went into, it had a bunch of needles all over the floor. Oh, Like yeah. somebody had done a bunch of drugs in there, um, which I didn't think that about Helsinki, that well, it was going to be like high prevalence I, of drugs. I don't, now, now looking back after going in the second bathroom... The first bathroom, I think there was something malfunctioning with the needle deposit. The because there's a there was a hole a hole in the wall specifically yeah. for needles. I saw that, and it's like for um, diabetes and stuff like that. I imagine is what it's intended for. And heroin. And heroin needles. What? But whatever. Whatever you use your needles for. I, I think I think that it had malfunctioned or something, and that washed it, them all into the middle. It, it either washed them into the middle, or maybe the um, bottom of it broke or something and the needles had all fallen out okay well that bathroom i just was going with what my friend in like louisiana says like you don't want to go in that bathroom you're gonna get an infection in there (laughs) so i did not use that one um anyways anyways after bathrooms uh so we did walk through the botanical gardens um 
it it's not huge like you know a couple acres has this big yeah. like palace building in the middle of it big and giant this greenhouse. giant greenhouse yeah. too um but we walked around the outside there were some like uh some like tree like test sites mm-hmm. in there that had several different species really good interpretive panels yeah um, but then we saw a guy, we saw a birder. <laughs> it was exciting. We saw a birder that he was standing. He wasn't, he wasn't saying anything. He was standing off the trail, looking up at a bunch of birds flying around in the trees. So and, we looked. <laughs> yeah. Followed this guy's lead. Um, it was tons of crossbills. Ton, tons and tons of red crossbills, like 20 or so, maybe. Well, we were trying to talk ourselves into being parrot crossbills. Oh, we, we, we wanted that. To, yeah. Cause he looked, he looked really interested in this whole in this whole group and he was like getting his camera up and taking pictures and stuff. And so I was looking up and we were trying to talk ourselves into thinking they're parrot crossbills, but no, no they weren't. But there was one white wing crossbill, which, in there. which which is what he was taking pictures of. That's, that's what he was so excited about. The one white wing crossbill that was in the group. So I, I ended up getting a couple pictures. And then but, yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, there was maybe like a hundred of them like mm-hmm. f- flitting around in the trees. And then all of a sudden a hawk came in it spooked them all. Yeah, a, sp- a sparrow hawk just came, came in and landed in one of the trees and all of a sudden, activity gone. Yeah. Every single bird, we didn't see any any bird in the entire area for like 10 more minutes. It's <laughs> um, like, all right, well. Yeah, so we walked to a different part of the botanical gardens and there was a big tree that had great spotted woodpecker yeah. in it. Um, there was a song thrush at, the, Up top. at the top. Yeah. Um, but a lot of things moving around in there. Just kept on walking through the through the park i guess it's a park yeah you call it a park um and there well, were gardens park whatever yeah and then there were like shrubby areas that had um lots of other things moving around like green finch um what else was in there there, there were there a was, bunch of eurasian blackbirds there was also the robins the European i robins. hadn't gotten there yet but <laughs> so there was like shrubby area around the outside of it and then in the inside of the botanic gardens there were like planter boxes and I mean, maybe like 50 different planter boxes that were like t- five, 10 feet apart. Yeah. And I, Eric was trying to take a picture of something and I heard one bird in a planter box. So I went over to go look at it and then I heard another bird in a different planter box and they were all going da 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 da. And <laughs> so I was chasing these birds around. I chased them like through all of the stinking planter boxes and couldn't figure out what it was. And then finally I saw one and it was a, it was a robin. <laughs> it was so disappointing. And so now I call them duttas. Yeah, so robins are now duttas. Dutta. Because <laughs> it just harassed me. So um, we did that for a bit, and then we walked back to where the street market was. Yeah, well, well, while we were leaving, we saw a second birder and talked to him for like a minute or so and told him what we were seeing in the park and he, he was pretty excited he's like oh i just i just got off or i think he said he got just got off work or he, he just got, got out off of town. the metro he just got off the metro and he was headed in and he was headed to go see what we were seeing and i was like oh well well that's a good sign <laughs> that's a good sign we had one birder in there and one birder headed to there yeah so um we we, we told him about the crossbills and he was like oh awesome uh, where, where were they and we told him and he had, headed on in to go uh to go take a look and see if he could uh um rustle them up Again, <laughs> I have no idea if he did or not. Oh, well. So, okay. So then we got to the street market, yeah. which is kind of like on a little inlet bay area in the center-ish of town. And Eric had to get some different foods because he likes to eat. He's a gastronomical 
adventurist. Yes, that's a good word. <laughs> so I, I had, I had, I can't remember. I think they just called it the three fish plate. You had the moose pie first. Oh, I had the moose pie first. You're right. So yeah. it was a moose meat pie, which is basically like a meat pie. Yeah. With moose meat instead, instead of hamburger. Yeah, but it's made with moose. So it was, it was pretty good. It was Okay, like a, we get on to your fish. Um, the fish was the exciting part. <laughs> so there was the um, the three fish um, platter, which had like a white fish, um, a salmon, and something. That's, All these like salted herrings. It lo- they looked like salted herrings, but there it was a fish. I re- can't remember what it's called now, but it was in the it's in the same family as salmon, but it's little. It looks it looks like a herring. It, it looked, looked disgusting. Looks like a sardine or something, and they they were like uh, deep fried. Like, the whole fish deep fried, and there were only, each fish is only, like, an inch long. Yeah. Maybe not even an inch long. But little, little tiny skinny fish, little sardine-like things. They were pretty delicious. The whole, the whole thing was delicious. It had, like, a garlic, garlic aioli, um, sauce on the side. Ugh, he's just ruined garlic aioli for me. So it was all, it was, it was a delicious meal. It wasn't, it wasn't crazy expensive. It was... It was like it, it was, was like, like it, was, it was like street market pricing, like anywhere you go in the world. Like it was, I think it was more than ten. I think it was like fifteen dollars for the fish plate. So, anyways, but it was gotta, it was a full meal. You gotta try that, and then we there was this um, island. And I that got I, a finished beer too. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, there was this island that I really wanted to go to that was a old fortress, but it didn't work out that the boat to go out there was going to get us back in time to be able to get back on a cruise. So we decided to get back on the hop on, hop off mm-hmm. and see if we could make our way over to the rock church, which is this big church that's made out of this like rock. They, I mean, they, they like, like carved, a... they carved it out of the, underneath this rock. The big, a big slab is part of the roof of the church. So it's like, it's a whole thing to see in, in Helsinki. So we were going to go do that and we were on the hop on, hop off riding around and the driver said it's closed because they were having some sort of church service. It was like a... <laughs> Uh, anniversary, like an anniversary of something. Or something, yeah. So that was closed, and then it was kind of funny. There was a family on the bus with us, <laughs> like a giant family. Like there's probably twenty people in this family, at least, and they were all like over fifteen. So they're all like adultish. Yeah, it was a people. whole giant family of adults. And uh, <laughs> they were saying like the Rock Church was closed, and then it came over to the Olympic Stadium, and that was closed. And they were like, "That's it, Helsinki's closed. Everything in Helsinki's closed." The cruise ship got here, and everything got closed. <laughs> yeah. So, and there was a theme park that they said was free. Uh huh. Um, I, I don't know if that was closed or not. It was probably closed. <laughs> so it took us back to like the Parliament Building, the hop on hop off. We like rode all the way around town. Took us back to the Parliament Building, right next to where the street market was, and then like the bus... fifty feet from where we got on. Yeah, and then the bus driver's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna wait here for twenty minutes because, like, I'm ahead of schedule." <laughs> it's like what? So and he's like, "Well, I'm, I'm not gonna be the first one to leave either. It'll be that one over there that'll leave first. So like, we were oh like, gosh. "We just wanted to get back to the sh- <laughs> to the ship because yeah. we were like tired and kind of burned out." Um, so we were like, "Okay, fine, we're just gonna walk." It's like a mile from here. We'll just walk. I, th- I think it was like two miles. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we're not good at maps. Yeah, but we were like, well, it, we'll start walking. And if if the hop on, hop off comes up and catches with us, we'll just we'll just hop on. Yeah. And then we'll, then we'll ride the rest of the way. Yeah. So we start walking and I have to go to the bathroom because I have to pee all the time. That's just one of the fun things about me. Yeah. And we could not find a oh public bathroom anywhere. Anywhere. 
we found all over the place in downtown like when we were up like up by the botanic gardens there's like three of them in that area they're, they're just everywhere and then on the way back to the port like we're still in town we're not out yeah. of town we're dri- we walk through this park and there's none in the whole park and it's like why there it's a park why is there none so we end up going to a cafe and getting some coffee and using the restroom there. But then, um, like, okay, we got our coffee and we we're mm-hmm. going to walk back. We walked through this park that was, like, really it was good. hitting it. Like, oh there were gosh. tons of birds. There was lots of uh, blue tits flying around, gray tits, you know, willow warblers, song thrush, field fairs, mm-hmm. white wagtails, siskins. Oh, like, yeah, the siskin. Like, there's siskins real close. Yeah. Like, real close and just below us on a, off a cliff. Yeah, so this was, like, a super good spot. And it's um, it's actually, like, the, where the cruise port was, it was, like, west and, like, or uh, east and south a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the fortress that I wanted to go to was, like, right off of it. Yeah, we can but, see the fortress from the top of the hill. Yeah. So that place is awesome, and it's nearest, nearish the cruise port. So we ended up just walking back to the port. Because yeah. the hop on hop off kept passing us, and it, it wouldn't stop. It, while while we were in between stops, it would pass us. It's like oh man, and then we'd see the stop coming up. It'd be like oh, there's a stop up there, and then the bus would shoo, go flying past because nobody pulled the button and there was no one standing there. Yeah, and it's like all right, well, I guess we're walking. So there's some really good places in Helsinki to go. Birding. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I definitely like go to the Botanic Gardens, and then also that park. That is just west or east of there. Yeah. What 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 was the park called? Oh geez, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> um, Kavav. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna try. Oh yeah, Kaiva Puisto. Sure. Kaivo Puisto. Starts with a K. Starts with a K and it's real Has close to P. the cruise port. Yeah. Um. So then the next day we ended up back in Sweden. We were in Stockholm. Mm-hmm. And what uh, the port is Nynasham. Which is a ferry port, and that was the port we were actually going to take the ferry out of on our initial yeah on our initial plan. trip. <laughs> um, so it's there's a train stop that goes straight to Stockholm from Nynasham, and that's like what they were suggesting everybody it's, do. It's the commuter tram from Nynasham to Stockholm. Yeah, and it was like really easy and simple to figure out. Mm-hmm. Like it was maybe a mile walk from the port. They had buses, but we couldn't figure out if you had to pay for it or not. So we just walked. Yeah, we just walked. And, it, yeah, it was really easy. We only had to wait, like, 15, 20 minutes for the, the train. Um, Which is just enough time to go find a bathroom. Yeah. Go use it and then come back. Because I have to pee all the time. <laughs> so we did that. Um, and then we got into town, and that pass that we had for that train, mm-hmm. it was an all-day pass for any public transportation. So we got there, got on a metro. And we didn't take any buses. No, but, but we took a um, streetcar. Yeah. Metro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we ended up taking a streetcar out to... Well, first, before we took the streetcar, the first thing we did when we got up out of the train station was stopped at McDonald's. Okay, so I was going to do this at the end, but he brought it up. So, <laughs> we have to give, like, super props to McDonald's because they, like, I, I know a lot of people in, like, you know, don't really... People give, talk bad about McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons not necessarily like McDonald's, but... When you're traveling and, like, you're in a place that's unfamiliar and, you know, it's been, like, a couple days since you've had anything familiar, like, McDonald's is always going to have Big Mac mm-hmm. and it's most mostly going to be the same quality. They always have free Wi-Fi and they always have bathroom. So we stopped at a handful of McDonald's. And also I like going to McDonald's in foreign countries because they're so different. And, like, yeah. you know, it's fun to see how different they are. Yeah, you can get a McTasty. Whatever yeah. that is. Or in France, you can get a beer. 
Yeah. Like, it's just kind of fun to go see what they have um, and how different it is, but how it's still similar. It's pretty much the same, but there's differences. And it's interesting to look at those differences. And it's, but I think it's more interesting or more exciting that they always have free, free Wi-Fi and they always have a bathroom. So they like pull through in a clutch. Yeah. So make, you know, just don't hate on McDonald's. Like we use them a lot. There's, there's plenty of reasons to hate on them, but there's also plenty of reasons that they're pretty good. Yeah. And their sweet potato fries. Oh man. They are so good. Yeah. They're delicious. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they have them in the U.S. yet. I've never seen them. But, man, we saw them all throughout Scandinavia, and they're so good, and they have, like, 30 different dipping sauces. <laughs> yeah, so, after McDonald's, because <laughs> we got our bearings, McDonald's used Wi-Fi to find some maps, yeah. down, download some uh, maps of the area. Mm-hmm. And then we took a, a metro out to a park that is, like, man, it's like a museum row. There was, like, the ABBA Museum, the Viking Museum. I tried to stop at the ABBA Museum, but Hannah said no. <laughs> um, but it ended up in this place called Jeer Garden. Uh, which is like, it's uh, royal some, land. There was some palace or something out on, in the middle of that um, park thing, too. Yeah. So there was it, there was a reason for that um I think it was land royal land. Conserved. Yeah. Um, but we walked around for maybe like a mile. Actually, it looks like two miles. And we saw some things like coots and jays and magpies and ravens. But it just wasn't really that busy. No. And we just were like... But there was this weird, like, horse race thing going on. That was being filmed. That was being filmed. And, like, this guy with cameras, whole camera crew, and, like, the guys with, like, the backpack um, gimbals on for their cameras, just racing back and forth, filming this guy as he interviews these horse racers. And then these random people just walked up and then walked across the... And they had, like, seven dogs. Yeah, they just, like... We saw them just... They got got off the metro and walked up the hill with us and then just kind of, like, wandered over and just went went and started talking to them. Yeah. It's like, I have no idea what's going on, but they're talking to this person, filming stuff, and so we just moved on. Yeah. (laughs) It was kind of like a giant county park where I imagine a lot of people go picnic. Oh, I I imagine so. And probably a lot of things are probably... Like, like they were filming something. Probably a lot of things are filmed there because it's a big... Grassy it was a area. big, wide, grassy areas at this park. But, man, like, it was alongside... I don't think they were fjords. They were, like, canals or something like that. But yeah, it was... Canals. There were, like, some hillsides just full of houses that were super cute. Yeah. Um, so we went to that park. Wasn't great. Thought about going to the bathroom <laughs> because I had to go to the bathroom. Ended up going into a Max, which is, like, the Scandinavian McDonald's. Well, it's, it's not... It's more like a... I guess it is like McDonald's. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say it's like the the fancier ones, but it's not. It's it's still just like a McDonald's. It's more like White Castle, like White Castle or Sonic or something like that. Yeah. So um, did that, and then uh, we just like stumbled upon the palace of the King of Sweden. Yeah. It's like in the middle of Stockholm, and it's beautiful. So we were like, "Hey, let's go do that." Yeah. So we we paid paid for entry and went in and. Uh... Always, always, always. Have a student ID pass. Yes. Always have student ID cards. You can get... Eric hasn't taken a class at a college in like three, four years. Mm -hmm. And I graduated like two years ago. And our IDs don't have any dates on them. Yeah. So always have your pass because it was half price for us to have our student IDs and to get a pass. Especially while you're traveling through Europe. Make sure you have your student ID with you. Yeah. Seriously. Don't don't forget your student ID at home. So worth it. Hey, I'm... I haven't taken a class for a while, but I'm still a registered student at PCC. I know, that's true. But I graduated <laughs> North Carolina State and... That's true. Like, it's not like they took it away. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, so we, we the the palace is fantastic. Yeah, there, it was really cool. It started off not so great. The first room, the first thing we went to, where we paid for entry, it was like this. Uh, oh, where the diamond? Or it was where, the... where the crowns and stuff were at? Where yeah. they where they keep the um where they keep the crowns and scepters? The jewels. The jewels and stuff, and it was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> I mean, it's is mo- most there was a, there were there were in English. There was interpretive panels in English, and there was but it was books. dark, and they kept yelling at people for taking pictures. Yeah, they didn't want people to take pictures. They didn't want people to touch touch the walls, and it was which is fine. I mean, that's that's all stuff that makes sense, but. It was just kind of like not something I care about. Yeah, just a bunch of like family jewels and like, like scepters and crowns of past kings and current kings, and it's like all right, whatever. So, <laughs> but <laughs> but then we went through like a bunch of the apartments, and they can they let you into like where the um, like foreign dignitaries stay, mm-hmm. and show you what it looked like back when you know it was original, and then they move everything out when a foreign dignitary wants to stay. So that was really cool. Walked around that for a while and then went to go find some lunch. Man, there are so many like really nice stores mm-hmm. and just interesting places to go walk through in Stockholm. Like Eric definitely wants to go back. I'm on yeah. the fence. It's like we spent a week in Sweden. We can go spend a week somewhere else. But That's true. Eric wants to buy a house there. Yeah. Oh, we also went to to the Fjall Raven store. Yes, we did. Because everybody there wears Fjall Ravens. So it's it's a brand of pants. It's you. They, they, you they probably make, know their their purses. They, yeah, they make ban- their bags, backpacks. backpacks, handbags, purses. But they also make outdoor gear, and their backpacks and and stuff are like kind of outdoorsy backpacks, anyways. But that's like what I've only ever yeah. seen until we went to Sweden, and everybody's wearing their pants. But they make mountaineering gear. They make all. They make all sorts of jackets. They're kind of like a Carhartt sort of brand that they just make all sorts of stuff. Or like Columbia Sportswear, where they make really high end, high end like, everything. And these, the the Fjall Raven stuff is very is very nice, very high end, very high quality stuff. Their um, sustainability is what they're all about. So they're it's not like they want you to keep buying more and more pants from them. Like all over their website, there's like all sorts of instructions as to they they want you, they, those pair of pants to last for your lifetime. So they give you instructions on how to treat them, how to repair them when when you need to. You can buy kits from them to, to like replace zippers and stuff like that if, cool. if you pull them off. So it's like they don't want you to just go out and buy a new pair of pants. They want you to fix the ones you have so you don't have to keep using more resources to make more pants. That's pretty cool. So it's 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 a really cool company. Um, so, yeah, we did that. We grabbed some lunch that was like I got the world's biggest calzone apparently. <laughs> and uh, then I, we... I got like a traditional lunch, I guess. Yeah. And we headed back to the cruise. And uh, we had our last day, which was at sea, as we were going back to Copenhagen. And we did have birds on that day. Yes, we did. Um, in addition to many, many drinks. Lots and lots. Of, we might have had more birds than than we actually did because of the drinks. <laughs> Who knows? We were seeing double. Uh, <laughs> this is a family show, Eric. Yeah. It's a family show. Uh, so we saw, just because we don't swear, um, we saw a Eurasian sparrow hog that was like, all over the ship. That was crazy. Yeah, he was just like swooping around. I think other other non-birders noticed him oh, too. Oh, there were. Yeah, because yeah, you were at the buffet getting food. And, and I I had a bunch of people that were looking at it. It's like, yeah, that's right. It's bird. You all look at that bird. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the route that we take from uh, the, the cruise ship took was um, in between um, uh, Gotland and the mainland, the mainland of, of Sweden. Sweden. So it's... You go through kind of a canal, and so it's 
it would be fairly easy if a bird were traversing between the two to mistake the ship and then end up just cruising with the ship for a day. Yeah. Until we until we got back close close to land again. So that's, that's probably how that happened, I would imagine. But because it was it was early in the morning and we had just passed just passed Gotland when we when we picked up the Sparrowhawk. Yeah. So, um, man, that was a it seems like a very fast nine days. Yeah. Um, we got off the ship and then on to our next adventure, which will be on our next episode because we spent a lot of money on this trip. And so we're going to get our money's worth we're gonna, and podcasting we're out of it. get a couple episodes out of this Yeah. Thing. And because we want to talk you all into going to Scandinavia. Because it's so, awesome. Yeah. So I definitely, um, just like wrap it up. I definitely would want to, of course, go back to Germany because mm-hmm. there's so much more Germany to see. Estonia. Definitely want to do that. I feel like we've gotten through a lot of uh, Sweden. For a while. We, we, we did a good portion of Sweden, probably like, about a third. Not that I never want to go back, but like I said, there's a bunch of other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, Finland, I mean, I kind of feel like it's a lot like Sweden, but we only spent very little time we, there. We spent so just the one day there. I hate to but, generalize that. Yeah. But so I don't know if I necessarily need to go back there like immediately. Russia, oh my gosh, there's so much more of Russia, but also that whole visa thing kind of scares me. It's, it's a little intimidating. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, all in all, it was fun. Uh, Norwegian cruising is, it was a little different than the last couple times we've been on a Norwegian cruise. So the next time I might go on Princess or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Whatever, whatever's cheapest. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how we live our life. It's true. <laughs> you can do more adventures. If you spend less money on an adventure, you can do a, another adventure. So I mean, save the money. Yeah. Whatever. So do you have any final thoughts on the the trip at least? Um just de- definitely definitely need to go back to Estonia. That's like that really stop the stop in Estonia, the stop in Tallinn for the cruise completely solidified it that we absolutely need to go to Estonia. Like even if we eat, like fly into fly into Tallinn or fly into Helsinki or yeah, fly yeah, into Helsinki. Helsinki and then take take a ferry over. Yeah. Just 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 to get over there, Estonia is definitely a must-go-back-to, mm-hmm. for sure. So um, so that was that part of our trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple of last-minute things. We're going to be at the Rio Grande Valley Birding Festival, and that's, geez, like 15 days away, I think, or like two weeks. Yeah, it's, it's coming up. Yeah, it, it starts on the 6th of November, and it's in Harlingen at the new conference at center. At the new center, yeah. I'm, I'm exci- super excited I'm about I'm very excited about that. Yeah. See, I can't wait to see what it looks like. I'm, I know. The, I, I think the building was was uh, a skeleton when we were there the last time, but we never we never went and found it. Yeah. So it's, I'm super excited to go see I it. I think it's going to be in a, it's like in a really good place now, so it's going to yeah. be a lot easier It's over by the Bass Pro, to. right? Yeah. Yeah. So we hope to see you there. Um, if we do see you there, please let us know you're a listener. We'll have like stickers and stuff. And we just love to like meet people that listen to us drone on. Yeah. So please say hi. Um, I think we're pretty recognizable people. So, But if not, just ask everyone you see, are you Hannah and Eric go birding? Are you Hannah and Eric go birding? Just like keep throwing just, that out. Just keep saying it. Yeah, just like the name recognition. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, in February, we're going to be down in um, San Diego. At the San the... Diego Birding Festival. Yes, so that'll be a lot of fun. We'll be doing some uh, birding by bike tours yep. and uh, a few uh, a few workshops. Because, you know, we have won the Great Texas Birding Classic biking three years in a row yeah. i mean how many other people can say that seriously so we're like the best bikers in texas 
best biking burgers. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thank you guys all for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and or learned something. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Music, your smart speaker. Anywhere else you everywhere, listen to us. You know, just pl- places that you can find us. Just, just, just listen. Just listen and rate us and review us. Yeah. We'll read and them. And Podchaser too. Oh, Podchaser. Add us to your list on Podchaser. Yeah. If you want to connect with us directly, you can follow us on uh, Instagram at Hannah Goes Birding and Eric Goes Birding. Hannah with an H, Eric with a K. And you can also follow our Facebook page, Hannah and Eric Go Birding. Um, you can email us at Hannah and Eric Go Birding at gmail.com. And you can also check us out on Twitter at We Go Birding. And our website. GoBirdingPodcast.com because yeah. Eric has no idea what it is. I, Anyways, tell us what you hated. Tell us what you liked. Um, share us with your friends and help. This is my new hashtag that I'm doing, make birding common. So help us make birding common. Hashtag make birding common. What up?